Hey everybody, welcome to another AroundTable.ca podcast. I'm your host, Phil, and I'm fo- I'm joined by my fellow podcasters uh, and AroundTable.ca uh, contributors, Mr. Dino, my brother, Stephen, and Woo-hoo! the Grandmaster of Mesh, Johnny. Stuff to forget. <laughs> and, dragons, and dragons. And dragons. And dragons. The Grandmaster of Dragon Mesh. Oh, you just created a new fashion. <laughs> I like it. Um, for this week, our topic is our top three best concept albums. So the Around Table top three uh, concept albums. So um, to get the ball started, um, and I think everyone has a different definition of what a concept album is. According to the Webster Dictionary... The definition is, a concept album is an album unified by a larger purpose or meaning to the album collectively than to its tracks individually. This may be achieved through a single central narrative or theme, or through a sense of artistic cohesiveness. Apparently, I'm drunk. And the (laughs) the exact criteria of the concept album varies with no discernible consensus. So, as we were discussing offline, I think this is... uh, Nobody knows what a concept album is, but I think we can have a pretty good idea of what it is. Um, so, I'm going to get the ball started with our first album, Queensryche Operation Mindcrime. Um, so, yeah, Steve, uh, you want to get the ball rolling on this one? Sure, I would love to. Um, it's one of the first concept albums I ever picked up. I mean, obviously, I heard of The Who, The Kinks, Sgt. Pepper, um, but I kind of stayed away from it, from them for a while. And then I kept hearing about this album coming out. And I said, I'm going to give it a chance. And I'm going to start with, with Operation Mindcrime. And um, I picked it up. I remember it was uh, I was in high school. It was... Uh, ni- no, I just started CJEP. I think it was 1988. I picked it up. And I was just blown away that it, all these songs dealt with one story and it had a one narrative and it was pretty freaky it, it kind of blew my mind at the time i was a young kid i was uh you know impressionable and to hear a story about a, a recovering heroin addict who joins uh basically um a revolutionary group and gets exploited by this guy called dr x who uses the word mind crime to trigger this guy nikki to become basically his tool to assassinate political figures. And he became he basically becomes the winter soldier for our modern times. Um, he uses a, like the word mind crime and he becomes a killer. Um, and I thought it was a pretty interesting story. The songs were great. I remember loving the songs, um, Revolution Calling, um, you know, Breaking the Silence, I Don't Believe in Love, Eyes of a Stranger. I thought that... Uh, Lead singer uh, Jeff Tate had an amazing voice. He was very different than the regular 80s singers. He didn't sound like Poison or Cinderella or anybody else. He had a very a very unique voice. They had a unique style. They were kind of a um, a hybrid of Queen meets Rush, I think, is the closest thing I can come up to it. And I, And that was my first basically delving into a concept on where there was, seems to be one story 
that's broken up into, you know, 15 different parts and made into one cohesive unit. And um, to this day, it's still, um, I have great memories of it. Maybe it's more nostalgia than anything else. But I thought at the time it was a great album. The songs were great. They fit all together. And um, I, I truly enjoyed it. I think it's underappreciated over the years. I think everybody keeps going back to The Who, Sgt. Pepper, The Kinks, uh, you name it. But these guys seem to be thrown under a bus lately. Uh, maybe because people don't like them anymore because the band has broken up into two different units. And um, I'm not sure. Maybe it's Maybe it's that, but whatever it is, bottom line, it's a great concept album. It's the one that got me back into concept albums and realizing that you can have more than just a cute little pop song. You can have uh, a complex story broken up into into parts, and I thought that was really great about it. Phil? Um, yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what uh, most of what you're you're saying. Um, for me, it's it's uh, the way that I listen to the album is, um, you know how now you have podcasts and you have serial podcasts, right? Where you have a story with like thirteen episodes, and each episode brings you a part of the story, a different part. You can kind of look at this album exactly the same way. Um, every song leads to the next one in a different topic or whatever, and every song is an episode and you listen to it from beginning to end it's hard for me to ever listen to this album in one like just one or two songs and then stop listening to it once i start listening to it i have to listen to the whole thing musically it's awesome um it's uh in your face hard rock metal it's also considered progressive rock or progressive metal um it's if you look on online for you know concept albums or top you know people's top top albums this one always crops up many people won't know what any other queens queens right albums other than this one uh, i think about 10 years ago they came out with mine operation mind crime 2 uh which didn't i don't think it did too well um it's not as good as the first one uh for sure first one i agree the first one for me is a classic um and it's it's as much as a concept album can be, you know, we like the, uh, like you were saying, you know, the poppy songs or whatever. This one is dark. It gives a story and you're invested in the story and you just want to listen to the next episode, the next song. Um, so I would strongly recommend anybody to, to even as a, just a, as an album, uh, a music album, go out and get it and listen to it. It's it's going to be worth the while to listen to this. Um, that's my take on it. And, uh, Dino, you have any anything? Well, I don't have much much more to add to you guys. Basically, summed it up. I think it's a, a great uh, rock album, and so I, in my opinion, it's one of their better albums that they came out with. Uh, your, your analogy, Steve, that it, it's Queen, it, it refers, it sounds like Queen and Rush. You're absolutely right with that. I had that down too. Uh, so yeah, so this is one of the one of the good concept albums out there. That's for sure. All right, so that was our number one album um, on the list. So next on the list. Three Sides to Every Story by Extreme. 
Um, I guess I'll start this one out. Or Dino, you want to start? No, go, go uh, for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so for me personally, um, this is my top concept album. Um, it's one of the first ones that I listened to. Um, and it's, it's one that always struck me as being a concept album. Um, and also from extreme, I think it's one of their best albums. In fact, I think it's the best album, even though it didn't sell as as well. So basically the concept is that you have three sections to, um, so the, the name of the album itself is, is a bit of a concept, right? The normal phrase is two sides to every story. In this case, you have three sides to a story. You have yours, mine, and the truth. Exactly. And yours is a, a ser- is a section of more hard rock sounds, more world themes, I guess you can think of. So uh, the one I can think of is Peacemaker Die. And what I love about about the the song itself is that on the surface, it sounds like it's a hate mongering song, right? Peacemaker Die, and there's also a, a tribute to Martin Luther King at the end. But when you listen to the actual lyrics and the, the chorus, that's not what he's saying at all. He's following a crowd saying, Peacemaker Die, but he has no clue why he's actually saying that, right? So that's how deep the songs can be on this album. Uh, although been, they were known for <laughs> more than words at this point. Um, <laughs> it's one of, it's, it, it, that was, to me, it, it had, every song has a, a, a very deep meaning. It's not a concept in terms of like a story like Operation Mindcrime, but it's more of a theme. So for so the section yours was more of an international theme. Mine is more introspective. So it's more about themes of love and uh, how I see the world, right? Uh, so yeah, Tragic Comic, Our Father, Stop the World. Amazing songs, very well produced. Uh, Nuno Benincourt uh, produced this album and it, it, it really shows that his talent really showed on this album, and it's and what I liked about it, it's not as hard rock or metal as maybe Pornography, their previous album, or even their original uh, Extreme, the number one. Um, so it, it, it's it, I think it it caught people a little bit off guard in terms of that, um, and then they have to me um, the the best opus that you can actually have. So essentially, the truth, which is a third section, is a mix of classic sounds, rock, progressive rock, um, very progressive. In fact, um, it's the especially the second song in the trilogy, uh, which I can't remember right now, um, is very very progressive rock with a hard solo in between and a lot of long interludes. Um, it's twenty minutes, so it's three songs that are. Th- 30 minutes, uh, about 20 minutes uh, altogether. And uh, it was recorded with a 70 piece orchestra and it was really, really well put together. And when you listen to the whole album as a whole, again, it's another album that it's hard to listen to just piecemeal. It's one of those albums that you have to listen to um, um, really uh, the whole thing in one sitting, even though it can take, it's about, I think, an hour. Uh, it's 81 minutes. So- so it takes a little bit long. So, um, yeah, I, 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 to me, it's one of my top concept albums. And um, I, I always periodically go back to this album. Um, it's, I don't know why. It's always on my playlist, and I always listen to it. So that's, uh, that's why it's on my list. Dino? 
Yeah, I uh, I'm like you. I always go back to this album. Uh, not only it's the concept album, but the songs individually, they're also very good. And what surprises me is that the band considers this as one of their best albums. Also, uh, fina- uh, commercially, it, it, I wouldn't say it, it bombed, but compared to Pornography, it didn't do as well at all. Um, and I, I don't really understand why, because they, the entire album is very, very good. Uh, yes, there's a concept to it, like you explained before, Philip, but uh, the songs on, by themselves, they're very good. Um, mind you, when this did come out, it was at the end of their, when the, uh, the grunge fa- phase uh, of rock was falling, wasn't as popular, so maybe that's why it wasn't as popular as it should have been. Um, but it's a, just a great album, and uh, I go back to it every so often to listen to it. I think, I think also they, they, they fell victim to more than words. Uh, people were looking at this album as a, you know, oh, it's going to be another metal album, it's going to be another hard-hitting album, and it's, it's, a, it's an album that doesn't deliver on that front. It, the songs are great, I love them, but it doesn't have like yeah you have tragic comic but you don't have that poppy sound that could be on top forty radio, um, and I think that's what disappointed a lot of people. Uh, but for me, it's it's from the, my first listen. I always loved this album. So, Steve, you have any other uh, Steve or Johnny? You have any thoughts? Um, Johnny. Any- no? Okay. I listened to once that see that album and, and I never picked it up ever since then. It's, it's picking up dust on my shelf, so forget about me. Um, for me, um, how can I say this? It it is underrated. It it um, I haven't listened to it in a while, so I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't listened to it in a while, but it is a great album. I enjoyed it the first time I heard it, and I thought it was, I I really thought it was something different. In a sense that I agreed with their the ideology of it that it's there is three sides to every story. There's yours, mine, and the truth because everybody has their own perspective. And I thought that they brought that out onto an album and made it into three parts like that was unique. Um, it I think it had a hard time connecting with fans. First of all, because grunge would took over in the '90s, so anything rock was going to have a hard time finding a place on radio or on video stations. Um, second, that this was different. Again, these guys kind of remind me of Queen. They kind of go everywhere and everywhere all at the same time. They're not just a rock band. They can do a pop song. They can do an acoustic song. They can do everything. I think they're, they're you know, underrated in that sense that they've never been appreciated for being a real band and they're not just um, guitar solos and explosions and singing and screaming. They can actually write some pretty good lyrics. And I thought that this album failed because I think fans couldn't grasp the, that, that, that story at this time. I think they were ready. They just wanted another easy digestible pop rock album and they didn't get it. So I think it was just easier to not 
purchase this or not listen to it or not give it a chance. I mean, you got songs that they they reference quotes from Eleanor Rigby. They've got pieces of John Lennon's Give Peace a Chance in it. There's big issues here that are still relevant today. Uh, rest in peace, I think, still, I mean, with Donald Trump being in power, is mm-hmm. more than relevant. Um, <laughs> um, wow. You know, they got the funk of Cupid's dead. The peacemaker die is actually about Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not killing a peacemaker as more as they're killing his dream, you know. Um, I think that they really stepped up and made an an album that was, I think, ahead of their of the time, ahead of people's conception of what this band was. They thought they were a simple hair band, and these guys are not that at all. And I'm going to have to agree with you guys that this is just a great album. It deserves a second chance. I hope it gets remastered. Or now they they've come out with they've done a concert where they play all of Pornography in its entirety. They should actually do this album next year on the road and play this all. And I think uh, give it a second chance. Remaster this. Put this out again. And I think people will get a better... I think people are more willing and accepting of a band pushing their limits at this stage of the game, you know? And I and I would just add one last thing. And after I'm done, obviously this is a an album that I love. <laughs> it's the third time I, inter- I intervene. Um, a mark of the fact that this album, let's say it got released next week, it fits. Yeah. Every song on this album, it's is, valid. It, it's still valid along along the board, and this was released in ninety one, ninety two, ninety two. So this is over twenty five, almost twenty five years. Um, that's insane. <laughs> You know, you listen to like you were saying, "Peacemaker Die." You could, you could, you know, you can put that in context today. Uh, yeah. but, uh, um, Our Father. It's a great. It's a theme that you know. It's been. Uh, it's on people's minds a lot, um, and the fact. And I think I. I and I'm going to release this eventually. It's my review of this. Uh, the truth, which. It, it actually feels as if you know it's you go through a series of of emotions so you have like you know the way i see it is you have the three songs is like you wake up in the day in the morning that's the first song during the day you have different emotions that's the second song and then at the end of the at the, at the third one is that when you get home and you get down sit down and reflect on your day that's what the third part is and um you can listen to that today and it's still relevant in today's today's society, so um, maybe even more so. Yeah, maybe. So I, I I I do agree with you, Steve. I really hope if they do this, I mean, if they do with for this album that they did for Pornography and playing the whole thing because it was twenty five years, I would I would so buy tickets. I don't care where they are. I would buy tickets to go see. And them I'd live. go with you. <laughs> yeah, we'll go road trip. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, so I, I really hope that this is, uh, that happens next year. Yes, let's do yes. it. Let's go on their social media and, and push it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, that was uh, Three Sides to a Story by Extreme. Last but not least, you cannot say concept album without, without saying Beatles. 
Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Who wants to start with that one? Awkward silence. I'm 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 not sure how to start with this one. Okay. Um, Johnny, you want to go? Well, I'll, well, for me, Doctor Sergeant Pepper is like the Beatles took the mantle of crashing the wall into into the hippie era. It was back to peace, love, getting stoned, I'll be blunt, stoned, uh, living life for the moment. Life is beautiful, but it has its gray side, dark sides. It was all of that. It was all like all of the things that, because don't forget, before Dr. Sgt. Pepper, everything was painted very black and white. It was very, Everything was painted so perfectly done. And they broke the mold because, look, there's a lot of shades of gray. And this is where we look at the life. Uh, your perfect world, your perfect doesn't exist. This is our perfect world. And they kind of broke everything, like uh, Susie in the Sky of Diamonds, seeing like she's stoned. I think she's it's I, I think it's Lucy. It's, yeah. a, it's her, Lucy, it's her sister. I think yeah. you're stoned at this point. <laughs> it's the wine. I think the wine is getting to my head. Lucy in the Sky of Diamonds. It's 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 the point that she's she's like stoned completely. She's 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 looking for answers somewhere else, you know. And that, that, I think that's what it is. Uh, the Beatles took the mantle. I'm not saying that they started the hippie movement, but they took the charge of it. And then this, and this, all these things here was like it brings that how the hippie movement came. So like if you listen to the CD or the album, really, it's all about all about the hippie movement. It's all about peace, love, uh, freedom of speech. Uh, it's our body. It's it's all about that, you know. So that's that's for me. It's, it's a, for me that was the biggest thing that ever came out for the Beatles. Like they they took charge and they they they, they wanted to change because look, we're outlaws. So now we're taking charge. We don't want to be the perfect uh, boy band. And goes this is how we feel about the world and how what it is, how how uh, how we find it should be better or worse. And that's it. Next, who wants to take charge next? I could take over. I can. I can do it. So, uh, in terms of a concept album, I think this is. It, there's two. There's two stories to this album. So the first one is um, the fact that this actually started off as just a one song thing uh, by Paul McCartney, and then he, and it was during their I Hate Us, I think, and then they decided to, he decided to write the song Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, and then he. They talked it over with the band, and they said, "Well, why don't we write a whole album on this fake band, um, and in their style, and so on?" So that's one concept of that album. So it's they're playing the characters of a band, and the second part is a part that's not spoken a lot, um, or it's not addressed a lot for, by Paul McCartney, um, is the fact that. At this period of time, there was a lot of. Um, there's actually a book that's out called "I Am the Walrus," that goes through all these uh, different hints that would lead to Paul McCartney being dead. Um, and there's quite a few songs that have hints. So, if you listen to "Strawberry Fields Forever," which was supposed to be on this album and was cut, um, at the end in the fade out, you have Alberry Paul, um, and in the, the for, and another example is if you look at, um, I think it's a day in the life. Uh, let me see. Uh, no, it's not. Yes, a day in the life, which is the last song on the album. Um, 
it's uh, apparently about how the how Paul McCartney would die. Right, he's in a car crash, or uh, and and that's a day in his life. Um, so back then there was a lot of controversy because he was declared dead at one point, I believe, due to a car crash, uh, which obviously was false. Um, but there's actually um, people following this album and trying to analyze it even to this day, trying to find new hints on how. Um, and it, apparently they've denied it. Uh, Paul McCartney did mention it at one point um, here and there. He addressed it very briefly, but they never really go into much details of how why they did that. Um, and uh, also another thing is in this uh, in the song Sergeant Pepper, um, it's about uh, you know a guy that wins you know uh, a competition, Billy Shears, and um, Billy Shears was actually a guy that won a lookalike contest. Uh, that looked exactly Paul McCartney. So um, this album has a lot of different things going for it. Um, it's a concept album in one hand because it's an album in the persona of another band, but there's also a hidden agenda as well behind it. It's very possible that the Beatles were very high and they just wanted to play around with the public, <laughs> uh, which probably worked because there's people still looking for clues um but yeah that's um uh, that's what i think about it and on top of that regardless of all that it's still a great album you know there's a lot of songs on this album that are classics you know sergeant pepper is a classic um uh, with a little help of my friends is a classic um a day in the life so there's it's it's a good album altogether so when you co accompany all that together and you put that all together um, it's a great package, so that's that's why for me it's in my top three for for uh, concept albums. Anybody else want to take a gander? I'll take a stab at it if you don't mind. Sure. Um, I, I I'm not sure. I, it's a concept album, but it's not. Um, I never thought there was um, a narrative that linked the songs together. Um, I just thought it was something that Paul McCartney made up for them to kind of like break the mold of what people perceived the Beatles were going to be. And I think making this fake band kind of gave them this artistic freedom to make this album. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I love it. It's a great, it's again, it's another album that should be on everybody's list. You should listen to it once. Uh, the new remix version that just came out uh, has Strawberry Fields Forever on it, which is great. It's about time. Um, again, it's it's one of those things that it's up to you whether it's a concept album or not. I never took it as one. I just took it as a band. I think the concept is they're just a, they're playing a different band. They're they're becoming yeah. actors and they're bringing everything that means anything in the 60s that it was made and they put everything in there like the album cover anything that was relevant of the 60s is on that album cover and they put that in the songs yeah. and they put that in everything in there and it's just it's a time capsule and i think if they would have done it as the beatles only it would have failed i think they had to think outside the box and if in order to get the entire 60s feeling, understanding, emotional context, whatever you want to say, and put it into one album, 
they had to do it outside of the constraints of what people took the Beatles as. So I think the concept is they're not the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, that's you know, yeah. Um, um, and that's and that's it. I mean, is is it a concept album? Yes and no. Uh, for me, it's yes and no. I, I'm not sure if there's a narrative that puts it all together. You know, there, there's no concrete story that links it like Operation Mindcrime that we spoke, or, or three sides to every story. You get where it's going. This is just, we're taking a time, a, a moment in time of this, this era called the 60s, and we're putting everything we have into one album. How do we do that without destroying our fan base and what people think that we are? And I think that was the concept. So yes, it is, and no, it's not, because it doesn't really tell a story. You know, it it tells, I think, a, a history lesson but more than anything else. But that's where the the um, the secondary, like you know, what I was saying the secondary part of the part of McCartney and the hints and stuff like that. Because if you look at it, yeah. that's I think that's what links each and every one of them, because they all have links to. Uh, Paul McCartney being dead at one point, let it from a day in the life or Sergeant Pepper, whatever the case may be. I think that was done on purpose. It's not as it's more subtle, obviously, than Operation Mindcrime, for example. But I, I always thought a day in the life was something about a news article that John Lennon read. Yes, but it, it's it's about that. But when you read, um, it's in the book. I, I haven't okay. read it in a while, but when you, it's it, it's about that. It's a he reads in in. Um, he reads uh, about some. I read the news today. Oh boy, about a. It's in the first line, right. but apparently the 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 article that he actually reads about is apparently how Paul McCartney, how he would learn how Paul McCartney died. Okay, because I right. thought it was about uh, what's her name, um, Ter- Tara Brownie, some sort of uh, the heir to Guinness or something. Uh, it's she had, she had she had died, and there was something in the newspaper. And he really, I guess, who died in the newspaper? Oh boy, you know, I thought it was, but, but you know, but but that's again, it's part of the mystique of the album, right? We're never but, gonna really know. But right? then lately, I heard that uh, John Lennon, it was a friend that he used to know from a long time when he was in his own town, that he died in a car accident, and he read it through a newspaper that he passed away. Yeah. So which one's the truth? I no, guess that's but, the concept. But, that, but right? that's, yeah. the, but that's, that's the concept. That's the thing about the Beatles that they kind of have to. They, it's an album that you could listen to it a thousand times. There's different, different story. Nobody's ever going to say it. Paul McCartney doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Every time he's talked, he, every time somebody asks him the question, he brushes it gently. Um, no, Ringo doesn't talk about it. Um, it's. I think it's one of those mysteries. And because it's a mystery, I think people just keep listening. That's to why it. people love it, right? Yeah, That's why it's exactly. still around. Exactly. It's fifty years, and it's still as popular as it was. You know. Dino, you have anything else to add? Um, you guys did pretty well. <laughs> you explained pretty much everything out of my list. Thank you, uh, Linda. <laughs> by that, by them playing another another band, right? Like what Steve was saying. It gave them a lot more creative freedom to do whatever they wanted. And like a lot of their other albums, individually, the songs are good. But as a concept together, 
all together, it's, there's not really one concept per se, like Steve was saying. I agree with him 100% on that. But because there's this type of mystery behind, that's what makes it the concept, probably. And consider one of the best one, best concept albums of all time. You guys agree? I agree. Yeah. Yep. So that's uh, that's our top three. Um, let us know what you guys think about our, our top three. That's the end of the show. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us reach us at uh, allaroundtable at gmail You can uh, also read our reviews on aroundtable.ca. Uh, you can reach out to us via Twitter at aroundtable with two R's, and uh, also we have a Facebook page aroundtable.ca. Just search for that, and you'll see all of our postings. Uh, we post anything from rock, old, new, movies, um, and also our reviews. So uh, you're more than welcome to comment. Let us know what you guys think. Did we miss anything? Did we not? What What is your concept album that you would like to um, that you would like to see on this list? And uh, we may discuss it on the next podcast or another future podcast. So, all right, have a good one, guys. Have a good week, and we'll talk to you next time. Live the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao. Bye. <laughs>